Beltone Hearing Aid Center presents The Drive. Ready, fight! The Drive. Elmore deep, left side, three, it's good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into the Monday, November 26th edition. The Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. The Monday special because it's cold outside, and that means we're going to try to warm you up. Here is $1.50 bottles, also $2 call shots every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. We got a lot to get into today. We've got player interviews from Player Day. Yeah, that's right. We got a player week because Marshall has got that 12th game. If you were watching Virginia, Virginia Tech, I know some of you were cheering loudly when Virginia Tech was able to win that game in overtime and thus necessitating a need for a 12th game for Virginia Tech and the Thundering Herd, of course, being obligated to play a 12th game. Well, they were invited to play Virginia Tech, and guess what? They're playing, and it's going to be on Saturday. Now, let me give you the breakdown of what's going to happen for this one. If you're going to be trying to tune into this one Saturday, we're going to go on the air at 9 a.m. with our pregame coverage. High noon is going to be kick, and then on 93.7 The Dog, we're going to join the basketball broadcast in progress. So if you keep it locked on 93.7 The Dog, you're going to hear football and basketball. Of course, the basketball team will be in Athens taking on the Bobcats. So you've got a full day of herd athletics. And uh, we'll tell you the arrangement uh, if we can make it happen. But uh, it looks like we're going to try to give you a standalone broadcast of the basketball game as well. And that will be on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So that's what it looks like as far as the Saturday's concerned for the Thundering Herd. I know some of you are heading up to Athens. Some of you, of course, are heading to Blacksburg to see the game between Marshall and Virginia Tech. Thundering Herd maybe has a good shot in this one. I know Virginia Tech needing that sixth win so they can become bowl eligible and keep their bowl streak alive. The Thundering Herd probably would love nothing more than to go down to Blacksburg on Saturday and just snap that streak. They get a win over an ACC opponent, and of course, uh, there's going to be football play between these two schools. There's going to be a continuation of the series as well. So uh, I don't have the official dates yet. Those have not been officially released. I know there's some word that the uh, series is going to start in 2023. Uh, Virginia Tech traveling to Huntington. Also, I know that the herd is uh, reported to be going back to Blacksburg in 2024. Nothing official has been released by Marshall University yet on that. So until I get something official on that, we don't have a date, a time, or anything on that. But you know how these schedules work. They work years in advance and trying to make things work for both universities. But the good news is Marshall and Virginia Tech are going to play again. Now, with that said, Thundering Herd had to uh, wait a little while. I know it was a distraction, and you're going to hear that a little bit later on. Because on player day, we got a chance to talk to some of the guys, Jordan Dowry, Malik Gant. We'll hear from him. Also, Isaiah Green here a little bit from uh, Brandon Drayton. Uh, we'll hear if we have time from Omari Cobb and uh, maybe a little bit from Brendan Knox and Malik Thompson. So we've got a lot of guys to get into today to hear what they have to say about this series between Marshall and Virginia Tech. I know a lot of her fans are probably treating this like a bowl game just a little bit because no matter what happens here, Marshall, of course, is still going to a bowl, but you just don't know where the bowl game will be, what the travel is going to look like. So I know a lot of herd fans are excited about this one. It's almost like they're treating it as a – a second bowl or the first of two bowl games. 
And that's good. There's going to be, I'm sure, a great crowd for Thundering Herd fans showing up. General mission tickets and ticket information is available. You can go to herdzone.com. They've got all the information on the website as far as if you want to pick up tickets. Now, um, the tickets are general admission seating. You can pick those up through the Marshall Athletics ticket office. and you've got to do it in person. There's not going to be anything online for that. So uh, all tickets are going to be $25. Um, if you can't make it to the ticket office, you can go to Hokiesports.com, and you can order your tickets there. Uh, tickets there will be distributed through print at home or mobile ticket delivery. And, again, you can go to the website for more information. Again, that's HerdZone.com for this game. And it's going to be a big deal because uh, the game is going to be carried on ESPN3, ACC Network Extra. So basically, if you've got ESPN3, you can watch the game. And if you can't watch the game, we've got you covered on the radio. And as I said, uh, we've got you covered on 93.7 The Dog all the way from football to the end of basketball. If you're looking for basketball, you want to get a clean start there, you can listen. Hopefully, I think that's what the plan is going to be on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So I think we've got that completely spelled out now. I'm excited for this. Uh, It's really a big deal for Marshall football because you get that 12th game back. A lot of people are going to be watching this one. I'm sure this is going to make – this might play a little bit better uh, than, say, the Conference USA Championship game just because you've got Virginia Tech, and a lot of people are going to be watching this one wondering, hey, is Virginia Tech going to win this and get bowl eligible? There's the story there. This is Virginia Tech trying to maintain bowl eligibility. They need to win this game to make it happen. So that's your storyline. It's going to have a lot of people tuning in to watch this one, more so than probably a rematch of last week's action between Middle Tennessee and UAB. That's your Conference USA Championship game in Tennessee. Middle and UAB definitely uh, should be a fun one. If you can get a game that's a little bit more competitive than it was last Saturday. I think it will be just because there's a lot more on the line here. I'm sure UAB would have loved to have had this game at home. But, yeah, they got to play in Murfreesboro. And that should be interesting to see how they approach it a second time. Wouldn't it be funny? Just uh, in a bad way for Middle Tennessee. But if Middle Tennessee wins home field for this and then UAB wins the game. And so... You've got UAB winning the second game, winning on the road, winning the Conference USA Championship. It definitely would be an interesting scenario. And, of course, we'll be watching a little bit of that as well as we keep an eye on the herd taking on Virginia Tech. So we got the football to get into. Also, uh, we'll talk a little basketball. The Thundering Herd uh, not faring so well against Maryland over the weekend. They lost 104-67. to Thundering Herd, it just felt like after a certain point, it – just shut off, whatever that may be. I don't think you got the uh, best performance from Thundering Herd players across the board. Maryland was really fast. Uh, they had some quality bigs as well. So we'll break that game down a little bit later on. We'll take a look at Marshall and Virginia Tech. We'll get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. And we've got pro football to talk about as well because, well, There was a game yesterday in Cincinnati between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns, a game in which the Cincinnati Bengals lost Andy Dalton, and he is out for the year. So he's not going to play the rest of the way. Then you've got a lot of fans who are just fed up with the Bengals, think that Marvin Lewis should go. And honestly, 
if you're asking my opinion, I think he should uh, maybe not be coaching that team anymore myself. I, I look at what he has brought to the, the program and thought he's done a lot of good for this, but he hasn't got them into a situation where they're a perennial playoff team. He hasn't got them in a situation where when they get into the playoffs, they can win. And right now we're just looking at a mediocre Cincinnati Bengals team. Time for a fresh perspective, I think. And I'm saying that more as a fan than I am as just a, a neutral observer. But even if you look at his record and be a neutral observer, uh, I think you have to think now is the time. After the season, it's time to move a different way. But a lot of speculation is that Hugh Jackson, who was fired from the Browns for not being able to get anything done there, who was picked up by the Cincinnati Bengals. Marvin has a relationship with Hugh. The franchise likes Hugh Jackson. There's talk that maybe Marvin gets kicked up, and you have Hugh Jackson as your coach. I don't know if I want that as a fan of the Bengals. It doesn't make sense to me. But when have the Cincinnati Bengals, and let's be honest, made sense anytime recently? So when we come back from break, we're going to hear player interviews. We're going to start off with Jordan Dowry, and uh, we'll hear from Malik Gant as well. I want to remind you, we're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. Every day, the Monday special is what you want to come down. Every Monday, it is $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots, and, of course, we're down here every Monday, and we invite you to join us as well. We are here at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington at the Union Pub and Grill. I'm Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. To The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Monday edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Well, today we get our extra week of herd football, the Thundering Herd losing a game earlier this year. And these guys were preparing to play a 12th game down the line. And unfortunately, it wasn't the Conference USA Championship game, but they wanted a 12th game. And guess what? They've got a 12th game. So they're going to be playing Virginia Tech. Now, we got a chance to catch up with some of the guys earlier today over at Marshall. And the first thing I asked of Jordan Dowry, just kind of wanted to get his thoughts about, hey, you've got that 12th game back. And here's what he had to say. Well, I mean, we, we went into the season expecting 12, and we got 12 one way or another. Um, it, it wasn't the way you'd, you'd think it would happen, um, but it, it's 12th game, so we're all excited about it. It's a, it's a game you had to wait for just to find out if you're going to play, so um, yeah, I know you were watching. What did you see when you saw what they were doing? Well, the biggest thing is it's a, when we were watching that game, it was Friday night, we're in the hotel, and it's a, it's a bit of a distraction considering we had a game to play the next day, so uh, we, we, were, we were curious to see how it was all going to work out, but... Um, for me, I can't watch on TV and pick up a whole lot of scheme and, and get a feel for them as players or anything like that. Um, TV copies just don't don't do don't, don't give you enough to really get to know the opponent. So we'll have to wait and watch some some film to really get a feel for that stuff. You're a Virginia native, though. You get a, you get one last shot in an in-state team. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of texts from friends and families like, "Hey, uh, we're coming to the game." <laughs> Uh, it's, I've got, I'm going to have a lot of people there, so it's gonna, that's, that's cool for me. Um, my parents couldn't make it to the last game, so it, uh, it'll be nice to have uh, another chance for them to come to a game and um, get to see some family and friends. And So that, that'll be a lot of fun for me personally, so I'm, I'm excited about that. 
Malik was talking about, you know, for seniors, don't care how you get it, you want another game. Like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, it, you, you don't really, when you start to run out of opportunities, it, it's they they mean that much more. Um, and when you have so so little time left to play the game the way that, that we are right now and with this team and everything else, um, get one more is fun. On the flip side, you got Virginia Tech team that's trying to trying to get bowl eligible, trying to keep their streak alive. And you know the way this came about, it, it does seem kind of odd, but you all also have a chance to make a statement of your own this week. Yeah, I think it's it's a great opportunity for us, and we don't. It's a go play, go have fun. We we don't lose anything here. Um, they, they've got a lot on the line. We don't. We're we're here playing for fun. We're here playing for pride. So. At, at that point, it's this is just a go have fun kind of game, and, and I'm excited about it. To take some of the pressure off, I mean, you all know conference season's over. You all know that you're going to be in a bowl. There, there's not that edge about you. Y'all can play loose a little bit. Yeah, I think it's we, we definitely wanted to be playing a game on this date. We didn't want to be playing in this game. We wanted to be in the championship, and uh, and that's disappointing. But we we already sort of accepted that. Um, so we might as well play another game that that we can have fun and go enjoy ourselves and, and compete. Um, and, and I, I don't. I, they they want to get bowl eligible just like everybody else, and and they're going to do it however they can. Um, and so I, I I get where they're coming from. I they, they had to find someone to play. Um, I'm glad we're playing them. I think it's a it's good for Marshall. I think the the home and home in the future is awesome. Um, I think that's great for the school and, and and for the team. So I'm excited to come back and watch those games uh, down the road. Um, but yeah, it's it's think it's a good deal all around. Do you think you'll play better whenever it's a relaxed, no-pressure situation or more like high-pressure when there's something on the line? It, it, it depends. I think the high-pressure situations really bring the best out of you sometimes. Um, and we've, we've played well when we've had something to play for. Um, but I also think we can come back and, and, and just go play hard because it's who we are. Um, and I think that's what a lot of it's going to be is we're, we're not the kind of team that's just going to take it as a – Laid back. Well, this this one doesn't really affect a whole lot, so we might as well just. I, I don't think that's going to lead to a drop off of, of preparation or anything like that, because as much time and effort as we put into the preparation in the off season, in the season, every, everything that we've done, um, it's at this point, it's who we are. It's how we will prepare, regardless of who we play or what's going on, what the what the circumstances are. Uh, we're going to go out and play hard. So you look at and. You know, Virginia Tech's defense, what the, what problems do they necessarily pose? It seemed like they were a pretty athletic defense getting after a little bit. Well, I haven't haven't watched film yet. Um, we got uh, our 6 a.m. meeting was off this morning. We're going to get to film here in a little bit. Um, so I, I haven't gotten to really get to know their defense yet. Um, but I, I'm sure they, they have an athletic group. Um, and I'm sure I'm going to recognize some names um, when I start to look over their roster and look at the, the, the guys who I'll be playing against. So it'll be, uh, it'll be fun. Do you know anybody there? Uh, not personally. I've, I've, I'm sure I've played against some of the guys, um, but I, I didn't uh, play with any of them, like on my team or anything like that. I don't have any friends on the team, um, so. So they can be adversaries. Yeah, no, no, nothing, nothing to hold me back. <laughs> That's Jordan Dowry from earlier this afternoon, and of course uh, he is uh, excited to be going to take on Virginia Tech. Another guy. Who had a chance to catch up with earlier today during our player interviews is Malik Gant. Same question, just want to kind of get his thoughts on the fact that you're going to Virginia Tech and you've got that 12th game back. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, that's what we all was like uh, looking forward to and uh, 
just hoping that we got the game back just for uh, the sake of our season, basically. Taking on Virginia Tech, it's got to be exciting for you. Uh, name program, and uh, just didn't know if this game was going to happen, so I know you guys probably watch it Friday night. Yeah, the whole team was uh, tuned in just watching the game, trying to see uh, if we was going to be able to have the extra game or not. And it was an exciting night, basically, just watching the game and uh, coming down to the last, last uh, snaps in the last place. I know you didn't have film study yet on this guys, but I'm uh, watching. Just what were your early impressions as you were watching that game? Uh, powerful offense. They have a lot of guys that uh, they like to get the ball to and make explosive plays, and we uh, they have uh, a strong power defense, and just the team as itself is a strong team. For the team, what was the mood like in the room Friday night? Well, while you're watching the game, it's sort of an ebb and flow game, like quirky yeah. ending. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you all got to be going back and forth emotionally, just like what they were down there. Yeah, it was exciting. Uh, just watching them and just uh, looking for an outcome. Basically, uh, the whole night was just everybody was tuning into that game because we knew that determined if we had an extra game or not before the bowl game and. We were just excited about the outcome. Uh, once we everybody found out about the outcome, we all were just focused on FIU and being able to just lock in and get back, uh, not letting the distractors for the next week, and just being focused on the game. How much did you all want the extra game? Like, how much did you all want another lot, ACC chance? A lot, just to uh, be able to have that, that game back from what we lost against South Carolina. And to be able to play Virginia Tech is a tremendous, uh, let me see, opportunity. Being from DC, you know, it, yeah, Virginia, Virginia Tech, like those teams, like you all, you all yeah, that's a grow big, up following those teams. Yeah, right? that's the the closest school, probably. Let me see, to DC, that's a big major school, a uh, Power Five school. So uh, just growing up, watching V Tech and knowing a lot of people that go to V Tech and just knowing the history of v, uh, Virginia Tech as a school is just major. Being able to play them, they got a big, yeah, history, bowl tradition. They're trying to keep that bowl tradition yeah. alive, and so this could be the game that snaps their their bowl streak. Uh, does that have any meaning for you guys knowing that this this could have some ramifications here? Uh, I think it's always a motivation just to win any game and just to have the extra incentives behind that too. It just pushes us even more, and I think that uh, that's what really drives the defense and the offense and special teams all together and our whole team as an individual. Just uh, drives us with the extra incentives going into games. You look at Virginia Tech and growing up, you watched them too. I mean, mm -hmm. special teams was so critical to their success. Yeah. Now you're playing for a team that special teams is so critical. Is mm -hmm. it sort of uh, sort of poetic that these two teams are going? Match yeah, up most definitely. Uh, I still got like a uh, back at home. I still have a uh, Virginia Tech jersey in my closet still from when I was little and I wanted to go to Virginia Tech. Uh, it's just this would be a crazy experience being able to uh, play the team that you always watched growing up. That's Malik Gant from earlier this afternoon. We're going to take our next break, come back. We've got more from the guys from earlier today. We'll hear from Isaiah Green. Also, we're going to hear from Brandon Drayton. Later on, the Brennan Knox and Malik Thompson, Omari Cobb, and your phone calls when we continue with this edition of The Drive presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
We are presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center. Welcome back to the Union Pub and Grill, our Monday host, located at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Every Monday, the Monday special is why you got to be here. $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots, best service in town. Taylor's taking good care of you here at the Union Pub and Grill. So, you know basketball had a game over the weekend, lost 104-67, to and Dan D'Antoni, he just talked about having his mouth punched in. You know, when you heard his post-game comments uh, from the weekend, you thought, how do you explain this one? And I thought Danny had a good explanation. It just got his mouth punched. And here's what Danny had to say after the game uh, when he was addressing the media. Uh, I thought uh, that was obviously a good ball club. And their good ball club played at their top. You know, that's where they – that's that's their peak. I, I didn't think there for a while, the first ten minutes, that uh, they are going to miss a shot. But, uh, you know, I told John, I said, John, he was worried about us chasing, maybe stealing, and the guy getting a break. And I, I told him it's a long game. They just keep wearing their legs, wearing their legs, wearing their legs. And uh, I think he got down to reason toward the second half. And, uh, we, we stepped up defensively. I thought uh, Tavian did a nice job. His length bothered him, and uh, we were able to pull it out. But uh, fans should have enjoyed that. That was, that was a heck of a ball game. Both teams playing at a pretty high level. A well-coached team. I want to throw that out. And he's been – this coach has been around. He knows how to coach. And uh, he did a nice job tonight. What do you think about that crowd out there? The crowd, it's what I remembered. That's when I came back. That's the way it was when I left. I'm glad to see it returning. Now we just got to, like I told uh, our players, you got to come game to game. And our crowd's got to come game to game. And uh, let's, let's do this together. It's always together. It can't be one without the other. Uh, we can be. Uh, real. All right, that's Dan Tony from uh, the weekend, 104-67 Maryland uh, victorious over Marshall. Now, the Thundering Herd football team in action against Virginia Tech. I know a lot of people are excited about this, treating it as such. It's like it's like another bowl game. I know we've talked about that, but I think that's where we're at right now with this game. Blacksburg is an easy trip for a lot of people, and Isaiah Green, he's the quarterback who's going to lead the charge for the Thundering Herd, and I asked him about playing that 12th game. What's it mean? What's the week going to be like for him? Uh, here's what Isaiah said from earlier. I feel like the team is excited to go down there and play. You know, we don't we don't get a lot of opportunities to play. You only get 12 of them, so to have one taken away, it was kind of downing, but now that we get it back, you know, I think everybody's excited to, to go try to take full advantage of that. You um... I'm sure you're watching the game on Friday. And, you know, you haven't done any film study yet, but just what are your early impressions watching that game, the Virginia-Virginia Tech? Um, I, I feel like they got a pretty good front seven. You know, I felt like they, they got to the quarterback a lot. Um, number 25, the D, the D tackle, I feel like he's a, he's a really good player. I think his real number is number eight, but he wore 25 for that game because he was their player the week, the week before or something like that. But... That's that's what stood out the most to me. That the front seven, they they was pretty active in getting to the passer. Well, the mark of all, you know, Bud Foster defenses at Virginia Tech has been pressure. You know, you're going to see some this week. How do you how do you get ready for uh, for probably more more blitz packages than what you've seen this year? Oh, well, we we study blitz tape pretty heavily every week. Anyways, you know, just because we feel like a team 
even though they might have not have blitzed a lot throughout the whole season, we just feel like we always got to be prepared for if somebody just throws something out there or just put in something new, you know. So I think I think we already do a good job of preparing for blitz practice. So we just continue to do what we've been doing. For you guys getting a shot at a Power Five team, I know that uh, you know bowl, you know bowl assignments and things like that aren't there yet. But but for you all to get a shot at a Power Five team, especially this late in the year, once everything's gelled and, and sort of back together where you all want it, is that is that important for this team to take advantage of the opportunity? Yeah, it's, it's very important to show show people that we can compete with anybody. You know, we don't we don't feel like anybody can just beat us. You know, no matter if they're Power Five or or a Group of Five, you know. We don't, we don't feel like it matters. We just feel like if we play our best ball, then we can compete with anybody. That's Isaiah Green from earlier this afternoon. Next up, we've got Brandon Drayton. And same question to him, wanted to know. Just what's it feel like? You got that 12th game, you're going to get to play Virginia Tech. And here's his response to that. Well, it's always good to have a, like another opportunity to play, you know, especially being a big game, big team. So, you know, scouts, NFL scouts, you know, stats, all that. So just a good thing to have another game. Make up for the South Carolina, too. Yeah. Is this a with, with it not, no, no conference implications in like that? It's kind of like a no-pressure game going into it? I mean, I don't really know. We just we, – we play every game like – I don't know. We, we try to go out there and win every game. So we just going out there to win, I guess. I don't really know. What uh, – Malik and Brandon too. What was it like on Friday? Everybody's watching the Virginia Virginia Tech game, trying to figure out, are we going to have this game? Like, what's the mood like whenever y'all are watching that game, and and how emotionally involved do you all get trying to figure out whether you're going to get that game out of it? I mean, it was. I felt like it was kind of a distraction, like watching the game, because we didn't know if we we're going to play them or not. So, you know, when we found out we were playing, it was like, okay, then, well, we got to beat FIU, then we got to play these guys. So, I mean, it was kind of a distraction to me, but I felt like. I mean, it's just like I said, it's another game we got to play. We just try to go out here and win. So how do you overcome that? Because I mean, you all you all seemed right and ready for FIU. Came out, you know, hot from the jump, and especially defensively, played really well early. Um, practice, I guess, just go out there and work hard and practice and execute the game plan, whatever the coach got set up for us. The feeling of. You, know, you you look at the Virginia Tech game and, and the way that the scenario sets up with it being an if game. Yeah. Like, is that something that you all talk about at all? Like, are you all like, you know, they're they're wanting this game if this scenario presents itself? Is that sort of a chip on the shoulder type deal for you? All? I mean, I I just feel like <laughs> I don't really know. I don't know how to answer that for real. He doesn't want to answer that. That's a that's a political. Statement if I've ever heard one. So that's Brandon Drayton earlier this afternoon. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill with this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Monday special, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. And let me tell you right now, it's November 26th. And I guarantee you the next time I come in here, this place is going to be a winter wonderland 
Herb is here now decorating, getting his place ready for Christmas. So if you haven't been to the Union Pub and Grill, you know Herb loves the holidays. So here's an excuse to get down and see Herb and visit here at the Union Pub and Grill. We're going to take our next break, come back. Uh, we're going to hear from Brendan Knox and Malik Thompson. They sort of held like a joint press conference and also Amari Cobb. And we'll get into a little bit more of what's happening with the Cincinnati Bengals as Andy Dalton suffering a season-ending thumb injury on Sunday. We'll talk to you about him and what the Bengals are going to do next when we continue with this edition of The Drive presented by Beltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Juan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Monday edition of the drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Monday special is what we talk about the most because, well, you can't beat it. $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots, best service in the Tri-State. Taylor's taking good care of you right now here at the Union Pub and Grill. We'll talk a little bit about the Cincinnati Bengals in a moment, but before we continue, I want to finish up with what happened today at Player Interviews. Next up, I've got Brendan Knox and Malik Thompson. Now, these guys sat together. It was almost as if they were given a joint press conference, and I asked these guys just the same thing I've been asking everyone. Hey, just give me your thoughts and feelings. You've got that 12th game back, and you're playing Virginia Tech. Here's what they had to say. Um, I think that's exciting for me, too, because uh, especially being the senior, um, it's, uh, we don't have that many games. Just like basketball plays like 80 or 30-some games. We only play uh, 12 or 13. We only have a limited amount of games, so I feel like that's, uh, that's very that's what I want, personally. This is a game also the fans are excited about. It's Virginia Tech, uh, close by, so you're going to get, I'm sure, a lot of support. So uh, that's going to be pretty special just to walk out there and see a like, huge contingent of Hurt fans that are excited for this game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Our fans are great. Um, and, you know, they rally behind us pretty well. And, I mean, I'm just excited as we are to, you know, get that 12th game. Malik, for you all, What's what's it like last Friday? Y'all are sitting there watching the game just like everybody else. Virginia, Virginia Tech. Are you cheering for Virginia Tech so you can get the extra game? Or like, what's going on in the in the room with everybody watching that? Um, the room was uh, it was it was very uh, um, it was a very exciting. Uh, everybody was really it was really kind of neutral because everybody had a mindset where either way. Uh, if Virginia uh, won our loss, we knew that this week we had to handle business. And we knew that uh, that we just we just need to be game ready and game focused at all times. For you, especially Fork Union. I mean, you know, it's there's a little bit of ties there. Do you still know any of the guys at VT or, or uh, have any ties with anybody there now? Um, not uh, not right now. No, I don't. So what's your impression watching that game? Because uh, we know usually you save that for film study, but you guys were watching. So what'd you see? What'd you think of them? It was a great game, uh, and uh, I felt like that uh, both of the both of the teams played their heart out, and, and I felt both of their teams were equally matched, and they're great. They were just great teams. It was just a great game to watch because they just really all put it out on the line, and I like both of the teams. 
It's the uh, same thing. I mean, you know, in-state rivalry for them. And, uh, you know, just exciting game as well, just to see them both go at it, you know, to the wire. And, you know, it's always good seeing some good, good ball, so. Brendan, for you, uh, you look at Virginia Tech, and Virginia Tech for so many years talked about special teams being their, being their niche. If I'm not mistaken, your first touchdown came on special teams, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Is it kind of interesting, the dynamic that, that Marshall sort of made its bed with special teams in, in this last game you get to go against a team that sort of set the foundation for teams putting that emphasis on special teams? Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, our staff, our coaching staff, you know, um, you know, <clears throat> Thinking very highly of our special teams as well as every other phase. Um, going against another team that thinks just as well, you know, it's pretty cool. I feel like. How much fun is it just to know that you get another shot in an ACC team too? I mean, y'all y'all had a chance at NC State. Now you get another another Power Five opponent this late in the year. I mean, it's almost like you're going to have two bowl games there. <laughs> Definitely exciting. Uh, we're just going to treat like another another week and um, just prepare like we like, like we usually would. What's the, what's the toughest thing about going up against a team that you didn't know? Nine, I mean, nine days before the game's going to happen, you didn't know whether you play them or not, trying to flip that mentality after, uh, after taking care of FIU. What's the, what's the most difficult thing? Because uh, you weren't prepared whether they were going to play or not. Um, I probably said the difficult thing uh, mostly is <clears throat> just uh, having, having our bodies prepared. I feel like uh, really that's the main thing we need to focus on, especially playing against uh, FIU. I think we need to have our bodies and our mindset ready for this game because uh, VTech is a very good uh, team. Was it hard to flip the script a little bit? I know that you all were watching Virginia, Virginia Tech on Friday, but then you've got to get right back refocused on, on FIU once that game ends and you know the result of it. Um, I don't think it was hard to switch this, uh, the switch because we were already game focused and game ready for FIU. We take one game at a time, and that's how that uh, coaches us, and that's how it goes. Uh, I agree. I agree. Um, you know, you never know whether, you know, the season's going to be extended or not, you know, with that game, you know, either being able to go either way. And uh, you just got to just stay ready. That's Brendan Knox and Malik Thompson from earlier today at player interviews. And finally tonight, had a chance to catch up with Amari Cobb and get his thoughts on the game coming up. Again, same question. Just want to know what's it like. You're going to get that 12th game back. You're playing Virginia Tech. Just want to get his feelings, and that's where we start with Amari Cobb. Um, just to just to go out and play, you know, it's another game and another opportunity to go out there and compete for another win. And it's exciting that we get a, another game back in the regular season. So um, Friday night, you guys are watching the game, I'm sure. Um, just early impressions of Virginia Tech. I know you had that film set together. What's your early impressions of, of them? Um, they're a good team, you know. We're going to go out there and compete like we always do if it was any other team. And, you know, we just decided to play. Mm -hmm. Is there not an excitement to the fact, hey, you know, we didn't know this was going to happen, but we get an ACC team and we get to go uh, show ourselves to the rest of the nation? Oh, yeah, it's always that, that in the back of our heads that we get to play, you know, a good team. Mm -hmm. For you, what, what has been the, the key the last few weeks for you? I mean, it's, you know, I was actually down on the field, which is different for me, but, I mean, you step right in front of the pass, had hands on wide receiver whenever you see uh, Morgan throwing that little short slant. It just mm -hmm. seems like you're really locked in right now. Um, just going out there and focusing on my job and what I have to do and just keep doing it each week in my preparation and just how I, how I go about it. Mm -hmm.
defensively. I know that uh, you know FIU was able to run the ball a little bit against you all and did some things uh, successfully. What do you all? I know that you all had seen so much success over the previous weeks against the run. What do you all have to do to shore it up against Virginia Tech? Just like last week, like I was saying, we just have to, you know, tighten it up and just go out there and try to try to win like every week. That's Omari Cobb from earlier this afternoon, and the Thundering Herd are set for Virginia Tech. We'll have that game for you. We're going to go on the air 9 a.m. Kickoff is set for high noon, and you can listen to that game on 93.7 The Dog. Uh, I hope to be able to tell you on uh, tomorrow, the next day, that we're going to be able to have the Marshall basketball broadcast in its entirety. If we do so, it'll be on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. And, of course, we'll join the football broadcast uh, on ESPN. If not, if we do basketball, we'll separate the two broadcasts. And, of course, if you just want to listen to both continuously, you stay on 93.7 the dog and of course we're going to have a busy week leading up to this one of course we've got basketball coming up on wednesday as well marshall's taking on william and mary so looking forward to that and of course saturday then thundering herd taking on the bobcats in athens that should be a fun one between those two schools and hopefully we're talking about a marshall victory over virginia tech in football and then to top it off a thundering herd victory over the bobcats in basketball so we've got i tell you We've got some good days ahead of us. Now, unless you're a Bengals fan, then there's me. Because yesterday I watched the Bengals play the Browns. I watched Marvin Lewis and Hugh Jackson, the the head coach and the special assistant to the head coach, take the Bengals down to new depths. And then Andy Dalton gets hurt. And so now Andy Dalton's on the reserve injured list, and the Bengals today have to acquire Tom Savage from Waivers, the former San Francisco 49er. So he's now on the team. Dalton is coming up and going to be on the reserve injury list. It looks like he's going to have to have surgery on the thumb. That's not good news whatsoever. Thundering Herd, uh, thankfully, are having a good season to kind of make up that for me. But now, if you're a Bengals fan, Jeff Driscoll is your guy. If you need a fantasy football quarterback, I hope you snapped him up quick. Jeff Driscoll taking over the starting role. I mean, he looked good out there. I I will say this for him. He was able to move the offense, and he sort of provided a spark for them. But if you look at what the Bengals were able to do, it didn't seem like they could stop Cleveland all day. I don't care what your quarterback's like. If you didn't stop anybody, you're not going to win the game. Just ask the Mountaineers, probably one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and you can't get enough points on the board because, well, your defense can't stop anybody. But back to the Bengals. So Dalton, season injury, thumb injury, it's on his, um, I mean, he can't play. It's over. He's over for him. And Tom Savage is our, our our savior here. Hopefully you're not going to see Tom Savage whatsoever as a Bengal. Now his injury is torn ligaments in his thumb, but I think he's having surgery. It's not immediate that he's going to have surgery, but it sounds like he's going to have to have surgery. But Driscoll did okay. He was 17 of 29, 155, and a touchdown. He's your starter. I felt good with him. I don't feel good about the rest of the season, though. You're going to see the Steelers again. You're going to see the Browns again. They are feeling good about themselves. And 
coming up for the Bengals, the Broncos. They're feeling good about themselves. I don't know where the Bengals get their next win, to be honest with you. But I'm a Bengals fan, so I'm optimistic, blindly, but I'm optimistic nonetheless that they're going to find a way to get through this. Um, They're still in the playoff hunt, believe it or not. I don't know if that's going to be something you can really hang your hat on. They're in the playoff hunt. But it's there until they get it beat a few more times, and I just don't know where the Bengals go from here. What if you start next season and this is your brain trust again? You get Marvin Lewis back for another year, or what if you see what I've heard happen? Marvin Lewis gets kicked to the upstairs. He's going to be in upper management now. And then Hugh Jackson is going to be your coach. Now I like Hugh Jackson. I thought he was a fine assistant coach. I thought Hugh Jackson did bring a lot to the table for the Cincinnati Bengals when he was an assistant. I thought he was a good choice by the Browns. It just didn't work out. And now he's back. And I just don't know if it's a good choice for the Cincinnati Bengals. As fans... You want somebody who's going to be able to come in, bring a fresh perspective, revitalize this team, and elevate the Bengals from mediocrity to a contender. And unfortunately, I don't think the job's getting done. It's an experiment that's gone way too long. And this isn't anything against Marvin Lewis or Hugh Jackson. It's just the Cincinnati Bengals are mediocre. And I don't think that the franchise is moving forward anytime soon as long as the coaching situation is the same. He's been there almost two decades. He's a few years short of two decades. Marvin Lewis is. So what's going to happen? You might get another year of him, or you might get Hugh Jackson, which is probably going to be an extension of the Marvin Lewis day. So whatever the case may be, hey, we'll have the Bengals game for you on Sunday right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. That's going to do it today. We are coming to you live from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Again, the Monday special, $1.50 bottle, $2 call shots. Best service in town. Taylor's going to take good care of you. And it's all right here at the Union Pub and Grill. For our producer, Gabriel Sellers, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for listening. Back tomorrow to do it all over again here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Station.